Hi, welcome to the Quipster Film Review Podcast. My name is Vince Leo. I am the film critic for the website Quipster.net. You can find over 3,800 of my written reviews at that website, Quipster.net, Q-W-I-P-S-T-E-R.net. Today I'm going to be looking at a documentary called Zero Days. It's a film that is currently out in limited release, but you can also get it on demand, yes. If you have iTunes or Amazon Prime or someplace else where you typically purchase your on-demand films, you could probably purchase this for about $6.99 or so, I believe, is the cost. And you can watch it right after listening to this podcast, or you can watch it right now and then listen to my podcast afterward, even though I'm going to avoid major spoilers within the course of this. It's a documentary, so you would presume that there would not be spoilers, but I do think that not knowing that much going into it means that you'll get a lot more coming out of it. It's a PG-13 rated film because of some strong language, and I won't go into the cast because there's a lot of talking head interviews. Some people you might recognize, some people you might not, but if you do follow the news, you'll recognize some of the people. An hour and 56 minutes is how long it runs, and the director and the writer, I guess if you could call him a writer, there are some written passages to this film, is Alex Gibney. If Alex Gibney's name sounds familiar to you, it's because he is a very well-known documentarian. In fact, you could listen to my review, Steve Jobs, The Man in the Machine. That's one of my early podcasts from last year, and he's also done some very well-known documentaries on HBO. He did Going Clear, Scientology, and the Prison of Belief. And he did the eye-opening film, The Armstrong Lie, which captured Lance Armstrong telling some things about his use of steroids that were pretty revelatory. We Steal Secrets, the story of WikiLeaks, was another one of his famous films. And he received several Emmys, has gotten nominated a couple times for Academy Awards, and including and one Best Documentary Feature for Taxi to the Dark Side back in 2007. So very well known for a documentarian and very critically acclaimed, even though some people have questioned some how much of an author he is, given how many films that he's released over the years. You know, people presume that he must have had a lot of help for these documentaries. But hey, his name is what's on there. And so I'm going to presume that this is an Alex Gibney documentary through and through. He may be prolific, but he is continuing here his role of crafting some of the most intriguing and very topical documentaries in recent years. Zero Days is the name of this one, and this time Gibney's taking a look at a very new and very different kind of international warfare. It's not one that's fought with bullets or bombs, but this one is using computer scripts. Some of those scripts are so potent that they can infect a device or stop production in a factory, and perhaps... If one of those scripts were powerful enough, they could take down a massive power grid, and that could end up costing billions and billions of dollars to the country it's inflicted upon. One of the case scenarios in this is what would happen if the eastern seaboard of the United States were to lose all power? How much would that affect the world economy at large if it were down for as little as 24 hours? I mean, think about the stock market and pretty much all of those corporations that are in New England and New York and you know, across the eastern seaboard, it would be massively catastrophic to the world economy. Zero Days concentrates on one of those powerful scripts. This one's a massively sophisticated cyber weapon that was later dubbed the Stuxnet virus. 
Stuxnet was a virus that had been created to wreak havoc on specifically nuclear systems in Iran, factories that were in charge of producing nuclear power. This was a program that was so clever and deliberate that security experts concluded that it could only have come from something as large as a nation state instead of an individual or a group of individuals. This had to have been created by a nation and one that had reason to want to put a wrench in the Iranian plans for nuclear expansion by mucking about with their machines that control the system of delicately ballast centrifuges within their nuclear plants and causing them to fail, basically. The film goes into the fact that several nations could have been the culprits, but no one has really come out to claim actually being the author or the proliferator of the Stuxnet virus. However, Gibney, through a variety of sources, some of them on the record, barely, at least they could say what they could feel comfortable with, and there are others who only agreed on the condition of total anonymity, Gibney builds a strong case that Iran's greatest enemies were, in fact, orchestrating this for their own political and security purposes. Now, Stuxnet had been meant to stay hidden, and which it had been for actually a few years, until there were increasingly more damaging revisions that were made that made the virus more powerful. Eventually, the virus was so powerful it was unable to be stopped, and that resulted in a lack of control toward the virus, and it eventually ended up infecting computers, even within the virus's source of origin, leaving pretty much everywhere vulnerable to it. Through a series of talking head interviews involving high-level security professionals and others who are deeply involved with government intelligence agencies under the Bush and Obama administrations, as well as illustrative uses of some very well-rendered computer graphics, Alex Gibney does set the table on the events that led to the discovery of the virus, what the malicious program was intended to do, how it was implemented and why, who was likely behind its creation, and ultimately how world politics has forever changed now that the weapon has been discovered, now that Pandora's box has been opened. Even though the subject is obviously touchy enough to make even former heads of the CIA and the NSA curb their candor, some of them curbing it due to the classified nature of the information, other times due to actual fear of perhaps repercussions that they may or may not know about. What can be said by the experts who agreed to sit down interviews is certainly alarming, and we're not even told close to all of the story. There's no Edward Snowden-type whistleblower to shake the foundations of national security, but the film does approximate a Snowden-type through the use of a computer-generated talking head. This talking head is played by an actress who is basically reading off answers from an amalgamated series of questions that were given to various anonymous sources within the NSA who agreed to talk off the record. You know, a new identity was concocted in order to be interviewed by Gibney, even though it is basically a computer-generated image that is discussing it as if it was one person coming from a variety of different insider sources. Now, Gibney should get credit for taking such an immensely complex topic. If you in the viewing audience of this movie will probably be very aware of what Stuxnet is or even how, you know, cyber terrorism is functioning. Certainly, we've seen it in a variety of different fictional sci-fi thrillers, but, you know, nothing on the level of this. This very much feels like something fictional. So it's really hard to kind of comprehend how this virus can happen 
And as Gibney is able to elaborate the reasons why and how it works, it makes this film very enlightening, very understandable. Oftentimes, it's actually pretty suspenseful. It's, it is like a very gripping techno thriller, except this one is based completely on real world events. Zero Days is methodical in the way that it approaches its subject, but I think that's because Gibney is very careful not to skip steps along the way as to the scope of the story. We get a lot of history. We get a lot of the buildup. You know, we get what happened and we get a lot of conjecture about what this means and why this should be very important to everybody. As I was watching it, it felt very much like the kind of blistering expose that you would find in a TV 60 Minutes, except for this is like a two-hour segment of one of those exposés. And it has a lot of alarming reveals along the way. Zero Days makes a disquieting case that suggests that cyber warfare, if it is the future of how governments end up attacking one another, could truly be more devastating than any attack by land, by air, or by sea in terms of how it affects normal people. Now, as far as the film's audience, I don't think that everyone is going to be in tune with Zero Days. It does dole out a lot of technical information by the dollop. Other documentaries might have done it by the drop. You know, this one definitely is not trying to dumb down so that everybody can understand it. This definitely does require a lot of attention and understanding of how politics works, about how computers and networks work and viruses. You know, those who don't really know anything at all about computers or computer networks or even viruses will probably be lost from the vast amount of information that the film contains about the subjects. Although I have to say with good certainty, I don't think that this caveat is going to apply to anyone who's actually listening to this because you've successfully been able to navigate the internet and figure out how to download a podcast on your phone. So you obviously are aware somewhat of technology and have to be a little bit more savvy than your average person who may have never touched a smartphone in their lives. If you have a strong interest in technology and or political science, I think that that's what's really required to appreciate the full magnitude of the importance of this topic. Though I will say that the disruptive effects of cyber warfare does affect every single man, woman, and child on the planet in terms of the potential devastating effects of its use and abuse. This is an eerily grim but intensely haunting documentary. It's a must-see for anyone that cares at all what's going on in this increasingly vulnerable world of today and who is interested in the escalation onward into the ever-so-bleak geopolitical earth of tomorrow. I'm giving Zero Days four stars. This is my first four-star film of 2016. I think this is an absolute riveting documentary. I think it's really important. Perhaps I'm a little bit biased being somebody who works in the IT industry. This definitely does hit home a little bit more to me than it would be, say, your average film goer who has no real interest in technology. But for me, I think this is a knockout. I think it's a great film. I think it's an important movie, certainly more important than a lot of movies that you'll see in a theater. And you don't even have to go to the theater. You can watch it right now in your own home. Zero Days is the name of the film. Four stars is what I'm giving Alex Gibney's latest. 
Thanks everyone for listening. I hope that you enjoyed this review. If you did, I do encourage you to click the subscribe button and I'll continue to deliver all of my reviews downloaded into your podcast player. Yes, just a podcast. I'm not downloading any kind of virus in there. Also, if you want to support the show, the best way you can do that, there's two different ways. One is to go to patreon.com slash quipster and making a donation and becoming a patron of the show. And if you don't want to spend money, you can just leave a review on iTunes and let other people know what you think of the show. That definitely helps me out a great deal. If you want to write to me, you can go to my website. It's quipster.net. You can also find links to my Twitter feed and my Facebook page. Please go to quipster.net, Q-W-I-P-S-T-E-R.net.